It's Cheer. And this is Loathing. We're here to talk to you about movies. She, she loves, loves everything. everything. I hate everything. This should be fun. This is a morbidly beautiful podcast. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Cheer and Loathing featuring myself, Casey, as Loathing. And over there we have... The always cheerful cheer. She's jumping the gun. Not even. I'm sorry. I thought you paused, and I thought you were waiting for me to jump in. It's called taking a (laughs) breath, man. Jesus. Well, I if I see. Here's the thing, though. If I am not on top of things, then you're like, uh, hello. Like, can you pay attention and be ready? And so it's like a no-win situation. Yeah. I'm constantly on edge. I'm I'm constantly stressed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's called gaslighting. Yes. Oh my God. Glad you said it, not me. Uh, yeah. So we missed last week. Uh, I do apologize for that. I had a bit of food poisoning. Uh, so Oy. I was up the night before, the morning of, and I'm like, you know what? This probably is not going to be a fun thing to record today because, yeah. You would have been extra sauce, salty. And I would have been, what the fuck? I would have said like three words the whole fucking time, which, oh, you know, might have been good depending on who you are. Really, yeah. But that would have been, it would have been the one episode where I don't have anything to say, which is rare, but I would have been like, so, uh, yeah, the movie. And you'd have been like, uh-huh. And that would have been super great. And it yeah. might happen today, too. Who knows? It might. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we have a couple of um, movies to talk about. Uh, yeah. January releases. And they were both released at, like, the end of January, if I'm not mistaken. One was, yeah, like, the so 30th we, uh, and one was, like, the 29th or something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we we talked about, so obviously we're in February now, but we were supposed to record in January. And um, we this episode's theme is the graveyard because historically, January and February as well um, are like the dumping ground months. So a lot of times uh, films in general, but, you know, horror films specifically, um, mm-hmm. the ones, if they get if they get an early release date, earlier release date, there's sort of that vibe of like, oh, this is probably going to be garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we we're just kind of talking about movies that, um, obviously that's not, that's not the rule all the time. There are certainly exceptions. There's plenty of like great movies that have been released this time of year. Sure. But they but usually there's also flop. been, yeah, it, usually it's because they think the studio thinks it's not going to perform and sometimes it obviously surprises them. Um, mm-hmm. but it's usually because there's some sort of thought that it's not going to be a big money maker. And right. a lot of times you'll get those smaller, the like the smaller indie films that aren't supposed to like make shit tons of money, but they're really great and they get released this time of year and they do really well because they're not like mainstream type of films. Yeah, and they're not expected to do well. So anything yeah. that they get is like, oh, hey, <laughs> Steve bought four tickets. <laughs> Good for well, there's him. less competition too, right? That's you're true. You're not competing yeah. against like really big budget, great movies at that time of year. So you have a better chance if you can like tap into your niche audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but we picked a couple of films that were released this time of year that we haven't seen that we were curious about, I'm guessing, is why we picked yeah. them. I know the one I picked I was certainly curious about. I was curious about um, yours too, actually, to be fair. Oh, oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I picked Wrong Turn, um, the remake, the 2021 2021, version. yes. Um, and so... This is one that has been on my radar for a while. I mean, I was definitely aware of it when it came out, and it was always, it was one of those. I talk about this a lot. There's certain films where I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to get to that. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to watch that. And then for whatever reason, I just don't because usually I'm just so busy watching um, screeners and 
film fest and stuff that a lot of times if I don't hit something right away, it'll just fall off my radar and I won't ever get to it. So right. that's why I love this podcast because it's a great opportunity to like, oh shit, yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that. Well, at least one of us um, loves this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm cheer, you know, I got to love everything. That's even, very even true. the painful stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, so... I guess, like, and we don't have to start talking about this. Well, you know what? I'll wait. I'll decide which one we're going to talk about first, and then I'll give a little bit of history about what this film is. But you picked um, Gretel and Hansel. Yes. And um, is that an, <laughs> is that also for you, like, a movie that was on your radar that you wanted to watch, or did you just sort of pick it for this movie because you were trying to find something that would fit the theme? A little from column A, a little from column B. Um, okay. I was somewhat aware of it. Uh, however, I could have easily mistaken it for one of the other 4,000 Hansel and Gretel style movies that have been made in the last 10, 15 years. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw it was January and I was like, yeah, okay, why not? Uh, it looked, it looked interesting. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of research into it other than obviously like the, the fairy tales based off of everybody knows. Uh, and the, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, poster, it's about all I went off of when I picked this movie. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Well, this is the second episode in a row where you've picked uh, kind of an art house film. Yeah, yeah. And and, and last week was, uh, or it wasn't actually last week, but the last episode, um, you surprised the hell out of me because we watched what I consider a pretty art house film, Antlers, mm-hmm. and you loved it, which shocked the shit out of me. Um <laughs> But sometimes I wonder when you pick these art house films, like one, do you know? And two, like, are you picking it just because you're like, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to hate this. So this will be fun to talk about. Um, And no spoilers, because I know we're not there yet. But yeah, whenever you gave me your pick, I was like, oh, because I had seen that was one I had seen. And Mm -hmm. obviously this is you're picking a film that is in my wheelhouse of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kinds of films that I tend to like. But also the kind of films that you tend to not like. So I am very curious when we get there how that goes if you surprise me again or if you uh meet my expectations this time fair enough um but before we decide which movie we're going to jump into okay i remember i told you i was like hey there's something i want to talk to you about but i'm going to save it for the podcast because i think it'll be a fun thing for us to kind of figure out together with the audience yes um yes so so one of the things i was thinking about um you know i was kind of thinking about um just the timeline and we always try to start thinking at this time about, okay, what's the next episode going to be? What theme do we want to pick? And we're a little off schedule now, so we're kind of playing catch up. Mm-hmm. But um, I realized that it was February. And then I thought back and was like, oh, shit. And I don't even know if you know this, but I just had the realization that it is our one-year anniversary. This is when we started the podcast last year. Oh, shit. And the reason that? that I remember that. Huh? I said, how about What'd that? What did you say? How about that? So the reason I remember that <laughs> is because our first theme uh-huh. was Nicholas in Cage. honor of February, in honor of Valentine's Day, in honor of all things beautiful that we love and cherish, we uh-huh. did Nicholas Cage Month. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I was mm-hmm. thinking, well, I mean, we should do something because it's our anniversary. Like we have to celebrate, right? Like it's a big deal. Uh-huh. We have survived each other for a year. That is not something I was actually anticipating, so... I feel like we need to pat ourselves on the back. Uh-huh. We need to do something special. But then I was like, I mean, I feel like there's this, you know, nostalgic need in me to just go back to our roots and celebrate where we started. And so I'm just like, do we, 
I mean, is it time to bring back a Nick Cage month? Is that what we do? Because this that feels so like perfect. And we are coincidentally about to celebrate Nick Cage on the website on marmalibeautiful.com because he's got a new movie coming out that I'm freaking out about. Of course you are. And the anniversary of the first film he was ever in is uh, coming up as well, Valley Girl. So it's like everything's coming up Nick Cage these days, you know? <clears throat> um, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to veto this. I mean, it all kind of does sound okay. really perfect. But, I mean, right. you did promise me we would never do Nick Cage month ever again after the first Nick Cage month. And then we've done, like, 15 fucking Nick Cage movies since. So. Did I promise? I don't you know. did. It doesn't sound like me. Yeah, Maybe I just did. was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull um, the, um, you know, like, the parent pulling the kid aside. And we're going to talk about this when we get home. Not in front of anybody else. <laughs> we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> But You're like, stop. we'll take that offline. That's what we always say at work. Like the real douchey thing. Like, yeah, we're in a meeting and it starts to get heated. You're like, um, let's take this offline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, come yeah. see me in my office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this is what people, people pay for. You know, this is the good stuff. Like hearing us fight yeah, about shit. Now it's going to be a cliffhanger. So they have to come back to see what we do. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Will it be so, Nick Cage yeah, again? So we have to, but we do have to figure out what we're doing because uh, since we're, since we're off schedule, we're going to record again next week, and we mm-hmm. don't have a theme yet. And it is our <clears> anniversary <throat> month, and it is Valentine's Day month, so exactly. You know, well, there's we plenty gotta... of things to choose from okay. in the world of movies, right. other than Stinkless Cage. There's also plenty of Nick Cage movies we haven't seen. Just just throwing that out there. I plan on keeping it that way, <laughs> to be completely honest. But uh, you know, oh, all right. How about we talk okay, about the movies well, we got going on today? I'm sorry. I just thought that God. that was that was worth mentioning that this is our year anniversary, and that's pretty exciting. Nick mm-hmm. Cage or no Nick Cage, it's pretty exciting. So congratulations mm-hmm. to us. Yes, yes, we're the best. Yes, yes. All right. So we have two movies. Uh, any preference on where we start? Um, what do you, ladies' choice? What do you What do you feel like? You always listen. Okay. I need you to go back and listen to past episodes because you always make me cheat. I, I say this for a reason because. Okay. You always like to talk about the one that we're going to probably fight about the most last. And I'm always curious okay. as to what you think that is. Well, I have <clears throat> my batting average is not good. It's not. You're terrible at guessing lately. this. Yeah. <laughs> but if I if you're forcing me to guess. Um, so this is I, and I will say when I was watching this, this is one of those weeks where I was like, oof, uh, Casey could hate both of these. Wrong mm-hmm. turn, I think, is more. Uh, it's there's the more likelihood that you're gonna like it um, because it's sort of you know that slasher thing that you really mm-hmm. like, but also sort of does something a little bit different. So I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about that. Gremlin and Hansel, I I don't expect you to like at all. <laughs> I could okay. be could be very wrong, but I watched it and was like, yeah, this is, does not feel like it's got Casey energy whatsoever. So I, let's start with Wrong Turn and let's see let's see how that goes. Okay. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, <coughs> sure. Or, or no? No, no. Okay. Let's 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 do wrong term first. Let's. Uh... Y- you did mention, and I don't know if this is a spoiler, but you mm-hmm. said um, before we started recording that you had because I was like, shit, where are my notes? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, yeah, I have like pages of notes on one film, and then I have like one word or one line for the other film. Um, mm-hmm. Is wrong turn a, a, a notesy one or a non notesy one? It's a notesy one. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so your note for Gretel Hansel is just garbage. 
<laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see when we get there, won't we? <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I'm going to take the fact that you have a lot of notes for this a good sign, except for sometimes I shouldn't because a lot of times you just write down things that you hate. That's really the reason you have notes. Mm -hmm. This could go either way. You're, you're really an enigma. I know. And just a man of mystery, Casey. Don't assume my gender. But yes, it's true. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 think you've, I think you've revealed your gender. I don't think I assumed it. I, I'm sorry. What would you like to be called, Casey? <laughs> Do you not identify as a man? I should I should ask and be respectful. Well, I mean, what is a man? More like a, a hobbit or uh, yeah, a, a, an elf or... Elf, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe <laughs> okay. a wood elf or something. Half what's elf. The, what's the pronoun for, for a wood elf? Do, do I say they them? Is that is that appropriate? I, I just really don't know. You know what? It's appropriate for white elves. I don't know either. Oh my! Shouldn't you know if that's how you identify? I, you should probably I, do some research after this. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna have to do that. But let's talk about wrong okay. turn. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna do just a little bit of background, and then we'll mm -hmm. jump right in. Mm -hmm. 2021's Wrong Turn was originally known as Wrong Turn: The Foundation. It was directed by Mike P. Nelson and written by Alan McElroy. The film is a reboot of the Wrong Turn film series. Wrong Turn was originally scheduled for release in 2020, but like everything else, was pushed to 2021 due to COVID. Um, on December 16, 2020, it was announced that the film would premiere in American theaters for one night only on <laughs> January 26, 2021. Um, the film received mixed reviews from critics and it grossed $4.5 at the box office. In an interview with director Nelson for Fangoria, he stated, I was fully prepared on the first read to be thrust into a crazy slasher world of cannibals eating human flesh and splitting people down the middle. When that didn't happen, I was pleasantly surprised. There was something else at the core of this story that got me. Um, and that something else is what we are going to talk about and why I am not sure how you're going to feel about it. But I will say that on um, Rotten Tomatoes, mm -hmm. It has a 64% approval rating, which is not bad at all. Um, average rating of about 6 out of 10. And the site's consensus reads, Wrong Turn is a cut below more effective horror outings, but viewers in the mood for some gory chills will find that this franchise reboot does more than a few things right. All right, so uh, that's a little backstory. Let's jump right in. First of yes. all, let's yeah. start. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, uh -huh. Are you familiar with the Wrong Turn series? Yes. This isn't your first foray into the series, correct? No, not at all. Correct. And have you seen most of all of them or a few of them? Um, I know I've seen a, a, a couple. I don't even know how many there are nowadays. I feel like this is one of those movies that had about 40 straight-to-DVD releases in 2009 alone. Uh, so I, I've seen enough to know what it's about. Okay, you've at least seen the first couple. Yes. Okay, and are you a fan of the franchise? Uh, I, yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything special, but I mean, it was all right. It was it was a fun slasher horror movie with a hot young cast back in the day. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, I actually, um, so I really, this is not surprising, but I really love this franchise. Um, I do have a soft spot for cannibal killers. I don't know why, but because you're from reason, South, think, and that's what all maybe probs probs. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it just feels like home when I think, see yeah, some sort these, of uh, ancestral <laughs> inbred backwards yeah, monsters. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm like, yay, the South will rise again when I watch them. So it's great. <laughs> oh, man. This is all sarcasm, guys, just so you know. Uh-huh, but I do uh-huh. I do love this genre. Um, that part is true. Um, I love Wrong Turn. I think Wrong Turn 2 is actually like a pretty fantastic sequel. Um, I like it even more than the original. <clears throat> Blasphemy. Um, I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, this series, and it is, it's one of those series, I mean, like most, honestly, like most slasher franchises where... Once you get past the first couple, it is just the same after the same after the same. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's okay because you sort of know what you're signing up for yeah, and you're, you're not expecting, expecting anything. Yeah. Like, you're just you're just more of the same as fine for these kind of films. Um, and obviously, this reboot tries to do something that's not more the same. Tries to actually um, turn it on its head a little bit, give people a little something different. Maybe add a little bit more layers, which I know you like layers, Casey. I um, love layers. Love layers <laughs> in my inbred cannibalistic horror franchise. Yeah. So it's definitely not. Um, I I didn't, you know, I avoided a lot of stuff about this film other than that I knew it existed. I knew it was a reboot. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't really know very much about what to expect going in. Um, and I will say that this was not what I was expecting. <clears throat> Correct. Um. I, it was it was surprising. Now, whether or not that's in a good way or not, that's what we can talk about. But it definitely, I think, did, if it set out to do something different with the franchise, I think it at least achieved that. And then we can talk about whether, uh, if you agree, if you agree with that premise, then we can talk about whether it achieved, what it achieved was good or not. Um, but were you surprised when you watched it? Did Or were you just like, yeah, that's pretty much what I expected? No, it was... Definitely, like, about the halfway point of, like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of <clears throat> the fucks in this. Yeah. Um. So I told you that, first off, did you like it? I, I just need to know, uh, did you like this movie? Are we just going straight to the spoiler? We're going str- well, y- yeah, I mean. Uh, I did. I had a good time with it. I liked okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, did you? So remember how I said I wrote a lot of notes on this one? Let me, Boy, they're all bad, I'm, right? I'm just going to do a, a count here on, on how many times I used a very specific word, okay? Okay. So one, okay. Uh, two, <laughs> three, four. This is going to be a train wreck episode, isn't it? Five, six, <laughs> seven. Okay, so seven times I used the word okay. or phrase, this is dumb. Okay. Over and over and over again. The very yeah. first note was, <clears throat> I don't know why I wrote this one before I wrote the second note, but the first note was, what? That log is like seven feet wide. Just moves slightly to the side and you're going to survive. This is dumb horror movie logic. You know the scene I'm talking about, right? <clears throat> the the first guy that dies. When he yeah, the first guy that dies. The, the running, yeah. they, they hear something, they see something, and then they run. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just move eight inches to your left and everybody survives and go, oh, that's a weird sort of fucking thing that just happened. Let's continue on our hike as opposed to, oh my God, there's a log chasing us. This is the slowest death. It's like the fucking Zamboni scene in uh, uh, Austin Powers. I think they were rolling down the hill, right? I I only saw one. I think think it was like kind of like an avalanche. Like there was multiple. And I actually thought this scene was really well executed, honestly. I really liked it. No, I that seamless the equivalent of the dumb, big-titted blonde running into the basement away from the serial killer with the knife, as opposed to out the front door into the street. 
it's the same logic. It's it's like I said, it's the scene from Austin Powers when the guy gets run over with the fucking the, the steamroller. It's like, no, no, for like three minutes before he actually dies. That's what this scene is. I disagreed. Uh, of course I, I you do. It was, it was really, dumb. And plus, like, he didn't have time. Like, so he's like <clears throat> up against a, a, he didn't have time. another tree. No, he, he's like up against another tree, and then all of a sudden, like the log is like on top of him, and he didn't have time to like react. It was just like crushed. No, him. he ran for like thirty minutes before that fucking log hit him. They all ran you, downhill. Like, if they just moved to the left, I'm telling you, I think there were like multiple logs. Even if there's down, multiple logs, were they were like coming down in a line. You just move slightly out of the way. You don't run. If if a car's coming at you, are you gonna try to outrun the car? Or are you gonna try to move to the side of it? You're gonna move to the can, side. I think. Okay, well, it, it, never mind. I mean, I don't want to get into like the logics, but I remember. Even like if there said, is multiple, about, they were staggered. You just move from side to side. You don't run straight down. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is why horror like movies get a bad name. No, but I feel like this. We've had this conversation before. When you are terrified and you're panicking. Like, I know, okay, I know there are examples of horror films where you're like, okay, that was just a clearly, clearly just stupid um, decision, and it was clearly only done to serve the plot, and it, it doesn't make any sense, and it takes you out of the film. Like, I, I know that that's a thing. But I also think that there is truth to the fact that when you're in a panic state of mind, you throw logic. Like, I think of things that I do on a daily basis when I'm just a little stressed and anxious that aren't like super life threatening mm-hmm. where I do some bonehead thing and afterwards I'm like, and I, it'll like haunt me for the rest of the day and weeks because I'm like, what the fuck did I like? I, I'll give you an example. A lot of times I will do something stupid when I'm in a car mm-hmm. and I'll cut somebody off or do something. shit. And I, and I feel like I'm a pretty good driver and I know you're going to say, but you're a woman. And so, but, but honestly, <sighs> I'm a pretty good no, safe driver. I never say that. Um, <laughs> it's because you're a redhead. And, yeah, well, that is yeah, <laughs> that is kiss of death. Um, anyway, I'll do something stupid, and it, like, haunts me because I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, I know better. Why did I do that? And then the thing about me is that, like, once I'm frazzled, if I do one thing stupid in the car, then it's, like, a series of stupid events because yeah. I'm, like, my wife does the same I, thing. I'm not thinking straight, and I'm yeah. all up in my motions and shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so I can, obviously, I've never been in a situation, thank God, where it's, like, out of a horror movie where like a, a madman's chasing me or I'm being threatened, but I feel like there's a really good chance that I'm going to be one of those characters. that's like panicking and doing some bonehead, stupid thing that everybody's yelling at the screen for going like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I'm in a state of, you know, flight or fight. Well, I'm not, I'm not thinking with my logical brain. So I don't know. Like I yeah, give, I give horror bills films a pass a lot. Cause I do think when you're freaked out, you're not necessarily like making all the best choices. I I want to disagree because when your brain kicks <laughs> into you just no, want to. <laughs> no no but when your brain kicks into survival mode, it's gonna choose the best thing to survive. I don't think that's true always. Uh, I don't think that we always I, I think there's plenty of examples. <clears throat> I think oh, I'm sure I mean everybody's every of, like, everybody's gonna react differently. Right Absolutely everybody's gonna react differently. In a situation like that. Some people are going to run downhill and that's where survival of the fittest comes in. None of these people were meant to survive because they all ran fucking downhill. That's kind of my logic on that one. Um, and they couldn't even see what was going on. It's like all of a sudden they're like being ambushed. And I don't they're know. like, what the fuck? And they're I feel in like, like there was a good, a good few seconds 
And that's more than enough time so. to react to something coming at you. I mean, no, human reaction it, it time is 0.75 seconds. seconds. Point. I don't think that's true. I think it no, takes it is. you time in the beginning. <laughs> Notice. I think it, it takes No, I know time. because <laughs> I can tell you it is because I used oh to God. play a high level of baseball. And the, the statistic oh, is the ball comes from the pitcher's hand to the catcher in less time than the human brain can react. And that is point. Two five seconds, the ball leaves and receives. So the batter has to react before the pitch comes because human reaction time is 0. 0.075 seconds, give or take. So if you see a, a, a fucking bowling ball coming at your head and you have more than two seconds to react and you get hit in the head by that bowling ball, you're dumb as shit. I don't, I don't, I mean, look, we can argue this point all day long, but I just feel like, so I think there is a difference between the baseball example is something like, Okay, yes, you don't, your brain might not have time to actually react to the ball. Mm -hmm. But before it even happens, your brain knows what's going to happen. So you Correct. are able to prepare for that. So your brain is in a state of like, okay, in I may not be able to. Yes. Right. But your brain Whereas only needs a couple of, of seconds to get into that state. But if you're in a state of panic and shock, you need time to even process what the fuck is actually happening. Like at a time like that where they survive? don't. They don't see anything coming. <clears throat> They're already a little, like, anxious and on edge. They're stressed. And all of a sudden, shit's just coming at them. There's a time where you're just, like, well, you're trying to process what the fuck is even happening. I don't know. I don't, I don't It's I mean, not like the... I've never, uh, like, like you said, I've never been in a life-threatening situation. The closest thing to, like, uh, a, a quote-unquote panic situation that I've been in, other than, you know, like, stupid people driving on the fucking highway like an idiot or something like that, and you have to slam on the brakes, is... I was out behind my house years ago. My wife and I were, somebody knocked on our door like, our dog's missing. If you see it, can you let us know? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we went out and looked for it and there was woods behind our house. So we went, we were looking and then a fucking big ass coyote appears out of nowhere and stares us down and starts running at us like full steam. And my wife tries to run. I'm like, do not fucking move. I just put my hand on her shoulder. I'm like, just stand still. If you run, it will chase you. And that's exactly what happened. It, it, it just ran right past us. Didn't give a shit about us. But if she ran, I guarantee it would have chased her, right? So that's like, it, it only had a yeah, second to so, react. But my logic said, oh, don't fucking run because this thing will chase you. Sure. And, and, and <clears throat> I mean, different people have different reactions. But your wife's reaction had, had you not been there, she would have ran. That doesn't mean she's a dumbass. Doesn't well, mean she's I mean, not she doesn't like, have, fucking like, processing. It just means she like panicked. But, she went to flight. But mode. what I mean is there's a 50-50 chance that you're going to choose the right thing there's seven of these people and they all chose the wrong fucking thing to do only one of them died in the beginning yeah well i mean that was just because they didn't like that guy obviously the writers were like we need to get rid of this fucking asshole he's a shit on set all right fucking besides that <clears throat> you, it, you know it's funny because like the, these movies these types of <laughs> we movies they about the all stupidest start... things for 20 minutes <laughs> i know i know i'm like we gotta keep it going um yes. <laughs> they all start with that there's always like the um what is the, what is the word I'm looking for the, the event that like is the chain reaction event and yeah. for them it's like we we got off the trail and it's so easy when you're watching this to be like if you just stayed on the fucking trail none of this would happen they right. told you to stay on the trail you were warned not to get off the trail you got off the trail so so it's established so right off the bat that they're from, stupid just from that moment on well <laughs> that was my point because i think it's so easy as an outsider to watch it and obviously i do too where i'm like why why did you get off the trail you knew better but like 
and and I think it's easy because we're horror fans, so we're like, haven't you seen enough horror movies? And of mm-hmm. course, like in a horror movie, you always know what's going to happen. Like anytime there's a warning, you're like, all right, this you know going in, you have the benefit of that that like foresight of like, yeah, that's a life or death situation decision yeah. that you're making. Like, Cabin but how many? I'm like, I, I've made, and I'm just going to be candid here. I've made a million bonehead decisions where <laughs> I, I'm like. I, had I been in a horror movie, would have gotten me killed. But in the in the moment, I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck it, throw caution to the wind. You only live once, like right. And you have to assume, where, yeah, you don't actually yeah. expect this shit's gonna go. Like you don't Obviously, actually expect yeah. that this sort of things that happen. So when you're watching a horror movie, it's easy to be like, why would you do that? Of course you're going to get killed. But in real life, those, that's not what goes through your head. No, obviously. And I'm not shitting on them for, for going off the trail. I would go off the trail too, most likely. I mean. Yeah, because it's an adventure. And you're yeah, not it's an adventure. You, you want to take pictures or you want to see, see the sights or whatever. Yeah, of course. Because, uh, again, you, you, these people don't know they're in a horror movie. They, they think it's real right. life, right? So, obviously, yeah, you got to suspend your disbelief for, for some shit like that. But I can't suspend my disbelief that seven people ran down a fucking hill when a log is chasing them. Anyway. All right. Well, All let's right. move on because we were in the first like two minutes of the movie now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing I, I was, it disappointed me that it started off as kind of like a, a mystery. Like the dad's looking for his daughter and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a, like a manhunt sort of like murder mystery sort of thing. Or, or you know, like a, a throwback to the 90s, like uh, Along Came a Spider or something like that, you know, where mm-hmm. there's somebody looking for somebody who's lost in the woods. And I'm like, oh, that could be cool. And then it, it almost immediately fucking ditched that whole plot line up until the very end of the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I I did write down, <clears throat> and, and I actually, for me, I enjoyed this quite a bit. But I did feel like I was watching multiple movies. Like you'd be watching one movie and then suddenly it's like a different movie. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like a different movie. There's a lot of tonal shifts and a lot of like subplots that are sort of intersecting and becoming (laughs) different movies. And for me, it was like a fun ride, but I could definitely see, I definitely expected you to be like, what the fuck? Because Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not really super into the fun rides. No, it has nothing to do with a fun ride. It has everything to do, and this is, you know, I'm going to get this tattooed on me, identity. The movie didn't know what it wanted to fucking be, so it decided to be seven different movies, and none of them worked. None of them. So, I mean, actually, one thing I wrote down, which I'm going to pat myself on the back because I thought it was really funny. Okay. Um, So I, I wrote down, why won't this movie end? It has more fake endings than The Lord of the Fucking Rings. It did. I did feel like, and I'm going to give you this, because I did, there were several points where I was like, okay, this is the end. And yeah. then all of a sudden it became, like I said, it <laughs> became a different movie. A new short movie and, just came into play, yeah. yeah. And then, and I will <clears> say, <throat> so one of the things, and, and I guess I'm jumping ahead, that I did write down. So I, I had a good time with it. I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I was invested. But when it ended, when it started to end, I should say, I was (laughs) like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of those films that doesn't stick the landing, you know, because that happens so often where I'll be really into a movie and then it just falls apart at the end. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. damn it. You know, like if you would have just stuck the landing, this could have been great. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when it was like starting to end, I was like, "Eh, okay, it's doing that thing. (laughs) But then I will say that the last like few seconds of this movie, I was right back in. I was like, I loved the like the credit scene or whatever. And when I say like the last like twenty seconds of the movie, I was like, "Yep, 
I'm into this. Um, everything before that, I was like, what the, what, what are they even doing? Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like at that point, you're like, I don't know. Did I like the ending or not? Because I guess I liked one of the endings. Let's put it that way. The final <laughs> ending. Yeah. <laughs> so, so some movies have like director's cuts with alternative endings. They're just like, fuck it. Stick them all in this one. Yeah. That's what it felt like, right? Yeah. that it was It was very glued together with fucking... 30-year-old Elmer Glue or whatever the hell. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'll give you that. Like, just objectively speaking, I'll give you that. But I also, like, really had fun with it. It, it was messy, but it was, like, kind of messy if there was such a thing. Where I was like, you know, I, I it, it's like a, a real comfy sweater where I'm like, if I pull at one thread, this whole thing is falling apart and my sweater is no more. But, like, I really like this sweater, and it's super cozy and comfy, so I'm just going to, like, avoid pulling at these threads and try to see if I can keep it around for a little longer. I know. It was right. one of my better analogies, and um, I really just came up with that on the spot. So I'm going to pat myself on the back yeah. now because I feel like that was very well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have a couple of questions I guess I want to ask oh. you. I'll start with... Okay. Did you have any difficulty or did you feel like the director slash writer, whoever put this movie together, thought that they didn't know who they wanted the bad guy to be? Now, obviously, this whole fucking thing is um, like a, a an allegory or something for like communism sure. versus capitalism, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At times, they're like, Which oh, I the, know com- you love. the commies are clearly <laughs> the bad guys. Obviously, uh-huh. these people are the bad guys. Oh, but no, wait, hold on. The capitalists are also really bad guys. Who yeah. are the, who, They don't know who they want the villain to be in this movie. And even the people who you're like, oh, for sure these guys are like the bad guys, like the guys from the bar. You know, even if they're not the main bad guy, they're the bad guys. Like, you know, they're, they're like the henchmen or they're like... There's no redeeming quality, but even that changed at some point during the movie, right? So, yeah. when I, again, it comes back to the identity. They didn't know what they wanted to do, so they tried to do everything. Like the background characters, the extra walking down the street doesn't need a redemption arc. Nobody, like, <laughs> like we don't need to give everybody flip flops and twists and turns and like just stick to a story, a cohesive story, and it would have been okay. But they couldn't. How many times do characters flip and flop from being good to bad to good to bad to to indifferent to maybe okay to maybe, oh, I'm maybe not okay? Like, I, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't like anybody because I don't understand any of these characters. None of them. Um, Do you... It's a fair point. Do you want me to actually try to address that or? No, <laughs> I'm a it, it was a, it was a rhetorical because it there, was there, rhetorical. There isn't an answer. I have to an it. answer. Okay, well, but what's I have your answer? An answer? Okay, I want your answer then. Um, but it's it's one of those that I get nervous about saying because um, I can hear before I say it, I can hear the <laughs> eyes roll roll in the back of your head. Right. <laughs> but for me, and I'll just say for me, uh-huh. um, I felt like it was, and whether you thought it worked or not totally fair debate but i thought it was intentional i thought it was basically i think they were trying to play with notions of good and evil and and trying to instead of having because the wrong turn the original obviously very clear bad guys and the the backwoods inbreds are are bad and the Mm -hmm. 
quote unquote normal people are good and and that's the dynamic it sets up and it never veers from it. And I think they wanted to challenge that. I think they wanted to challenge um, the definition of what we consider bad and good. And it's really all a matter of your perspective. And, um, you know, I had I had a friend once who would who was a writer who talked about it. And I thought this was really interesting. They said, like, in every story that the, there's a villain from the villain's perspective, they're the good guys, right? Like they are, they're, they're perfectly right in everything they're doing. They're perfectly right. justified. It's the Thanos and, theory. Yeah. And so it, it's sort of, for me like that, it's like, well, everyone thinks they're right and everyone is shades of right and wrong. And that is, I think an interesting dynamic that they wanted Ouch. to explore. Um, and that's difficult in a like horror movie because we, we sort of crave like bad guys and good guys and villains and, you know, that kind of stuff. So when there's, complexity to that it changes the dynamic of how we interact with the movie which um that's again like one of the reasons why i was like i don't think this is going to be something casey enjoys because i know that you um and there's nothing wrong with this but you like a good straightforward like you know slasher where it's pretty you know the beats are i don't want to say predictable because that makes it sound like you just want like the same old same old but you know what i mean like you there's a there's a certain formula that you follow and it works and it's fun and that's what we want. And this one was definitely not that. So, um, but right. for me, I don't think it's because they didn't know what they were doing or they got confused or it was a mess. I think there was, that was all very intentional of trying to tell you that there really isn't bad guys and good guys. It's just, you know, we're, we're all both, honestly. Right. So I, I get what you're saying. Totally understand. Um, and if it was intentional, it wasn't executed great. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like the idea behind it is really good. But then as soon as you start putting it together, and everybody's done this with a creative project. They're like, oh, I have a fucking idea. I got it. I got this idea. And then you put it on a paper and like, this ain't fucking working. Yeah. Something about this ain't right. And, and they're just like, go oh, fuck it. We got to stick with it now. Um, <clears throat> and that kind of actually segues me into my next question that I have for you. Okay. Um, my next question that I don't actually want you to answer. <laughs> no, no, I kind of want you to answer this one. Okay. <clears throat> so, if you're going to do this kind of movie, and you're going to make it completely different than the original movie, the original franchise, why even call it Wrong Turn? Why not just have a whole new franchise? Are they just trying to piggyback off, like the mild success a 20-year-old franchise had back in the early 2000s. Because that seems kind of sad, a little pathetic. Just do your own movie. Call it fucking Left Turn or something. I'd like, change it. Like, it doesn't have to be <laughs> wrong turn. turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. U-turn. Um, well, I mean, what you're asking, I don't think is... Uh, specific to this film i mean you're asking a fundamental question of the idea of and you know one of the reasons that we're doing this theme is because and i don't think you've seen it yet have you seen the new scream no not yet so you need to get on that because tell the theaters to open and then i'll get on that That would have been great to talk about but um, (laughs) i think the theaters actually yesterday or two days ago but yeah this is a common thing and and scream because it's self-aware obviously addresses this like head on and I'm not right. going to spoil anything, but the idea of a um, did a they pull requel, a, like a, a, a Matrix, like the new Matrix movie? Did they do the same sort of thing with the Scream movie? Um, I haven't seen the new one. So okay, I don't, don't see I it. It's terrible. 
but yeah. Um, I, I heard bad things, but I was still curious. Um, yeah. I'll get to it eventually. Maybe we'll yeah. cover it on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. It's, uh, oh, we could do a ooh. Keanu Reeves month instead of a Nick Cage We could month do Keanu Reeves. I've talked yeah. about how much mm-hmm. I love Keanu. Yeah. We could uh, do Keanu. Anyway, a little aside there. Um, <laughs> so basically, they, they in Scream, they do it in this very self-aware way of basically dissecting why we do these things, why we have this need to sort of it's some it's sort of a sequel, but it's also like a remake, but it's also a reboot, and it's also like taking the franchise in a different direction, but it's honoring some aspects of the franchise that we really love. Um Right, but it has and, the same cast and the same characters for the most part. Well, Scream, I mean, uh, Scream does it in a obviously Scream is Scream and they mm-hmm. everything they do is like a, a cut of a cut above. They do it in a really I thought like clever fun way. Mm-hmm. And they don't like throw the baby out with the bathwater like they <laughs> It, it definitely feels like it belongs what a terrible in the fucking saying. <laughs> I'm from the South. We say terrible, terrible oh things. Oh, my God. Um, but you say it with like a charm, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, you just take the girl behind the alley and rape her. Ha ha. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like when we say like, bless your heart, and it's really like the bitchiest thing ever. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. a comedian, and I don't remember, I don't remember her name, but she was like, in the South, every time they say ma'am, that just means bitch. Like, if they're like, ma'am, um, excuse me, ma'am, it's basically saying bitch. But, like, we just use nice words to say terrible things. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I was saying that I think that this is, I mean, this is definitely something that a lot of films try to do. And I think there is something about, like, okay, we have reverence for this franchise, we love it. It's been dormant for a while. We would love to bring it back, but we, you can't just, at a certain point, you can't just, I mean, you could just make a sequel, but it's just going to be like direct to video. Like nobody's going to give a shit because we've seen it all a million times before. So at some point you have to somewhat take the franchise in a somewhat different direction. You have to bring something new to the table to get people to give a shit about it. But, but why um, even resurrect the franchise? Like it wasn't even that popular of a franchise. Well, like Halloween, I get Friday the 13th. I get, but I mean like, Rock Jam was pretty popular. I mean, it yeah, wasn't but it like wasn't, Halloween level popular. Yeah, it, but. it wasn't like a name. It wasn't like The Matrix. You know, everybody's going to go see the new Matrix movie because it's The Matrix. Nobody's going to go see the wrong turn movie just because it's the wrong turn. I don't know if that's true. I mean, listen, this is an indie film. <clears throat> it's low budget. It was never like. But then why to try like, to stick like, uh, I mean, at the time it was a probably a triple A horror title. The original one. Or trying to be anyway. Like it wasn't a straight to DVD release, I don't think. And it had a, a pretty up like upstart cast. The yeah. original. I mean, and I think there's a like, lot of affection for this franchise, and I think they're tapping into that. And you do I that a people, you say that I a feel lot like about like obscure. About it's like, the Rock Turn is not obscure. I mean it's it's in, in the horror world, no, but in the general public. Well, this is for horror fans. This isn't for like the people who are going to see like fucking I don't know, like, some, like, Oscar-winning drama. Like, this is for horror fans who like these franchises. Right, but That's again... That's why I said it's, like, low-budget. It's not meant to be, like, competing with the big, like, mainstays of the theater. Right, but then, again, why attach your th- th- this name to it? If it's not if it's not to draw an audience, then why well, it resurrect it? it is to draw an audience, it? but it's to draw a niche audience. I mean... Yeah, I, but what's the point? The whole reason to, to throw a callback to a, a popular title... anything. Well, I mean, that's life, but we're, we're talking about movies specifically. If, if you're going to, 
like that would be like me acquiring the rights to Tourist Trap. Yeah, sure, it was kind of an indie cult classic back in the fucking seventies or whatever it was, and then like resurrecting it and turning it into something completely different today. Well, but what's the like, point what's of the remaking point? Suspiria? I mean, that was like a very like um, right, but it was still Suspiria, niche art film that. Sure, and I mean, th- there's there's an argument Suspiria, to be had. It was a very different Suspiria. I mean, they really like. But the essence um, of like. The, the story well, the didn't essence, like the story changed, but I mean the the whole premise, like 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 wrong turn I mean, is I, about cannibalistic inbreds. There's no cannibalistic inbreds in the new movie. Suspiria is about a school of like dancers with witchcraft or whatever, and I'm pretty sure the the remake or whatever had the same essence to it. Well, I guess it depends on how you define essence. Like if they made Suspiria and, about a hockey team butchering zombies you'd be like why is it fucking called Suspiria and that's the same thing as like why is this called Wrong Turn well I would argue that uh, what I was going with is like it kind of depends on how you define the essence like do you define the essence as like it's a kind of a culture clash between you know people who are living completely off the grid and who are non-civilized and don't want to be a part of society and then people who are a part of society and they clash then this, I mean, that's what wrong turn is. If you say like, okay, wrong turn has to be cannibalistic inbreds, then then yeah, they took it in a different direction. But yeah, that's what maybe that's what it is. Like they, it, maybe they define the essence of the film differently than you did. But that's that's not the essence of the film, because <laughs> well, I don't know like, if you just get to say that. I, don't I think know if you I just do get because to, like, I've seen the movies. <laughs> well, so that, have I. Like if so if have I, I, we had again, a very like you could to this. okay, but you could say that with anything. You could be like the word the is per, is spelled t h e, but then like. But no, that's 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 bleh. that's how you say bleh, because that's how I want to say it. Like that's that's that doesn't make sense. A personal interpretation can only go so far. Until you're like, okay, then you're just fucking mental. Like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. All right, well, like this, you're even if you say up, this, so this, we're gonna agree to disagree on this one. I I just have to say like. <laughs> You said it, maybe they, they think the essence is, uh, you know, society clashing with anti-society or whatever. But these people have a society. They're they're not outside. They're, they have their own society, which makes them a society. So they're not anti-society. So that the essence, it, that essence is, it doesn't even make sense either. It does make sense because, I it mean, doesn't. everybody, that's basically saying anyone who is a like any tribe, any gathering is a society. I mean, yes. and that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's, it's not, you're not part of the, the mainstream society. It's like people who like join a cult and go like live off the grid and don't pay taxes and don't, don't do any, you know, thing like that. They have their own society, but they're not a part of the larger society. They have chosen to remove themselves from one larger society and create their own society in a separate, like, with separate rules and separate like expectations and everything. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't see like what the controversy there is. The controversy I mean, is I, that when it I said doesn't, it's not a wrong are, movie. And we've talked about this before like, about other sort of remake <laughs> things. I know we have. Where it's like, it's like they know, slap the name of the like movie them. on it just because reasons. Like the studio went, you know, we need to do this. Pull through that pile of scripts that we got from unknown writers and directors and, Okay, this one, uh, wrong turn. Yeah, we'll use this one. Like, 
that's what it feels well, like. It feels like they threw like, a bunch of scripts down a set of stairs, and the one that landed on stair three they picked and just threw wrong turn on the title. Well, I'll speak a language that you understand. Okay. It's almost like, you know, Marvel's What If. You know, it, it's like... Yeah, but like What If isn't a, a mainstream franchise. If they... Listen to me. You're okay. not letting me say okay. anything no, Go today. on. Continue. Continue. Because <laughs> I'm very angry about this movie and its I existence. know you are, which is why I'm like getting all like... I'm like squirming in my seat. I don't know if you can hear it with my beautiful new mic, but... No, uh, I can't actually. <laughs> so... Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, Casey... Casey sold me uh, his badass mic uh, so mm-hmm. he could get an even more badass mic um, because he's super cool. And uh, I, so for me, it was a big upgrade. And now I, he says I sound a whole lot better. So hopefully I do, but I definitely feel more professional. I feel yeah. like I'm really like sophisticated right now. Like a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> what I was saying is it's, it's the concept. It's basically like they took wrong turn and they said, you know, what if, they weren't just cannibalistic inbreds, but maybe they like had this sort of foundational belief system and they had built this society um, because they were rebelling against the other society. Like, and, and they, they took that like idea of like outsiders coming in to somebody else's space and getting killed because they're, they're in a place they're not supposed to be and they're clashing with another society and they took that idea and they like turned it on his head. They said, but what if they weren't this kind of killer, but they were this kind of killer and they just sort of remixed it a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's different for sure, but there's like core elements. I mean, there's still like slasher elements here. There's still, it still gets like really like bloody and gruesome. Um, there's still like these like, you know, young privileged white, uh, well, they're not a white people. No, young privileged woman there. I know, uh, coming in and, uh, clashing with this like other society and then like the whole like they're considered the other but from from the perspective of like the foundation these people coming in are the outsiders and the other and i i like it i mean i think there's enough there of the wrong turn that it's uh i i think it's still respectful of the franchise but it does take a different direction but honestly at this point you have to because what else are you gonna do and to your point of like why i mean why we could argue this all day long about pretty much every freaking thing. Like, even like, do we need another vampire movie? Do we need another zombie movie? Do we need another remake? Do we need this? Do we need that? There's always going to be a demand for this kind of stuff. And studios love it because there's a built-in audience. There's a built-in lore. There's a built-in opportunity. And Wrong Turn franchise was pretty successful. They got a lot of films out of it. And there's always the hope that if you reboot it successfully, then you can jumpstart the franchise again and they can start making a whole bunch of these instead of just the one. So, I, I mean, the why, is there a business reason? Sure. I mean, there's also, I think sometimes filmmakers do this stuff because they have a lot of affection for the original franchise. Like, that's why Halloween got rebooted. Obviously, there's a financial reason and that's paid off in dividends. But there's also the like, yeah, we're really passionate about this and we think it'd be fun to put our own spin on it. So, I don't know. I, I think the asking the why is kind of a futile thing because... Shit, can we ask why about anything that gets made at any time? Sure, I can. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. it. I had a good time with it. <laughs> uh, I, I would agree that it is flawed. It is not perfect by any not means. And I don't think it's yeah. going to reboot the franchise the way they wanted to. I don't think yeah. it's like, oh my God, now Wrong Turn is this big thing again. I, I don't think that and happened. That's probably because it's too big of a departure from the originals. 
maybe I mean there was I still thought there was a nice some nice like there was some good horror. Well, I mean, it's a horror movie. It. Of course, people are gonna die. Yeah. That doesn't make it like a throwback or a you know like people die in the woods. Oh no, they're you know I guess uh, what's that? Uh, Stand by me. I guess that's a wrong turn movie because they get lost in the woods, and I'm pretty sure somebody dies. Okay. Right, like that's the kind of logic I see in that. This being a complete reboot, but we've been at this for 50 minutes. Let's talk about Gretel we, and Hansel. Just a quick aside: Are we going to watch the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre and talk about it? Yeah, might as well. It's going to be on Netflix, right. so I shouldn't have any problems seeing it. I'm curious. I have. Curious. I know nothing about it. I'm going in yeah, I'm 100% really blind. That one. So that's what, right. like next week? Two weeks from now? Um, 17th, I think it said. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is coming up. <clears throat> 28th, maybe? I don't know. It's this month, I, I believe. So Yeah, it's February. I just don't know when. All right. All right. Gretel and Honsel. Okay. This right. was your pick. So do you want to. It was take my pick. Off? Sure. It really was. Sure, it was my <laughs> sure. pick. Sure. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> Kind of like Wrong Turn, it has a respectable tomato meter reading at 62%, but the audience score is 23, yeah. so people fucking hated it. Uh, the critical well, consensus People don't is, know anything, you know yeah, that, right? Well, critical consensus is, Gretel and Hansel's rich visual, visuals satisfy even the, even if this adaptation of a classic fairy tale gets a little lost in the woods on the storytelling front. I, I don't know why, but the print on my screen is all like... You know where it gets so small to the point where it's like kind of pixely? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to start smashing the keyboard to uh, <laughs> to make it bigger. So anyway, and I can't read, so there's also that. Um, yeah, so this is kind of like a witchy art house movie, like you said. And so I'm sure you fucking loved it. <laughs> I'm sure this is your new favorite movie. I I mean we'll we'll get to that. Are, are we ready? Are we ready to jump in? I guess. I mean, it, it's it's kind of just a retelling of the the Hansel and Gretel story with a backwards title because Gretel's the main character as opposed to Hansel, I suppose, in the uh, the whole realm of yes. this movie. Um, it's yeah, feminist. it it is a kind of a a feminist retelling of it. Um, it's only rated PG thirteen. That's interesting. There's really not. Yeah, there's, there's some a lot like of implied stuff. But. Yeah, and there's a lot of body parts at one point. Yeah, but but, but you don't see those. I think it's fine <clears> to show <throat> the parts as long as you don't show the parts being being like, being acquired. torn apart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> acquired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so this uh is Oz Perkins. I don't know if you knew that, but he is Anthony Perkins' son. Okay. Um. So just a little bit of I don't I don't know if you give a shit, but I think that's interesting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, all right, listen, first of all, before we get into it, you have, you said a note, a single note for the single movie? note, single note. I need to movie. hear the note and then, the, okay. and then I will continue. The single note was, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that bad. It's you, so you're scary. expecting like, oh shit. but, uh, it just says too much exposition, internal monologue. Okay. That's all I got out of it. And that's because I was bored out of my fucking mind. All right. Yeah, I figured this was... And it's not because it's, it's a slow burn. It's not because it's uh, an art house thing. It's because you don't it's like It's because you don't nothing like fucking happened. feminist Yeah, that too. Get back to the kitchen. Vote. Fuck you. Um, 
<clears throat> the the whole this this is another thing I say a lot. This movie absolutely did not need to be made. There was nothing, Boy. nothing in this movie that was like different, that different. I should say, there was nothing in this movie that was like worthy of a whole new fucking movie. When it ended, I'm like, this this could have easily been the middle point of the movie, and I wouldn't have noticed the difference. It's boring. Nothing happens. A lot of walking. A lot of sitting. A lot of talking. A lot of eating. That is about All right, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I know that we we fight about this point a lot. Mm -hmm. How it was made, how it looked visually. Oh, it looked great. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's technically pretty spectacular, right? You can, you can agree on that. Yeah. It it was wonderfully shot. Cinematography is good. The, the, you know, lighting, color grade, the technical aspects are fine. Nothing wrong with how the movie was made. It's just that the movie was made. Did you know that part of it was filmed in uh, Canada? That, so, it doesn't make it a Canadian movie. No, I'm just, I, okay, Jesus, girl. <laughs> I know you're going, well, I just feel like you're going with the whole, like, oh, but you I, like Canadian movies. No, a lot I of movies are filmed in Canada. Be, I thought you'd be interested because it was partly in Ireland, partly in Canada, and I thought it was stunning to look at, um, and I just think, I think it's interesting when somebody's like, oh, yeah, that shot in Texas. I'm like, that's cool. But I guess that's just me. I'm I mean, an idiot. Canada's big. I don't think you quite understand how big Canada is. It takes like four days to drive across the fucking country. So if it takes I place, know, in, if, like, if it's in BC, I'm like, well, that that's literally a world away from where I am. If it's like, oh, a shot in BC. Rexdale, where I grew up, Nobody I'm like, knows oh, where that. The fuck that is. Well, yeah. exactly. That's where people. That's 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 the ghetto of Canada. But beside the point. Um, All right. Jesus I was going to say something, but I completely this forgot. Is, some some days we record, and it's fine. It's like whimsy <laughs> and it's banter. And then some days it's just hate-filled and just mean, and I don't want to even say anything because you're like, so what, idiot? Why don't you just go shut up and yeah, stop well, being so stupid? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Basically the premise of this podcast. <laughs> but no, you're I, right. It, it is a, a very beautiful to look at movie. And actually beautiful. speaking of that, I have... I want to go back to wrong term for just a second. It's nothing bad. I just, I, I just want to point something out that I think. Okie dokie. I think is kind of like a, I don't know if it's an Easter egg or if it's just the same location, but you know when they're running through like that rock maze sort of thing? There's like, there's like rock structures, or not structures, but like croppings of rocks that they're running through. They they go through it a few times, uh, especially near uh-huh. the end when they're like fighting back and shit. I'm oh, almost yeah, a hundred. Yeah, I'm almost 100% certain that is the same location they shot one of the new Star Wars movies in. Huh. I'm looking at I'm like, that looks very fucking familiar. When like Ray is doing her training and then uh uh Kylo Ren shows up and they have like their little fight. I think it's in the second one episode what, eight, I guess it would be. I think in there. I th- I'm pretty sure it's the same spot. But anyway. Interesting. You should continue. look that up. Do I will. Some, I'll, I, I'll try I, I try to, but I'm like what am I gonna look up? Was wrong turn twenty one Shot yeah, in the same location as Star Wars. Look yeah, up like what the shooting locations are for yeah, each and see if I there's guess. like if there's any crossover. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> Gretel and Hansel. Gretel um, and Hansel. <laughs> I can't. It's not fair. I can't do accents. Ah, we're just gonna talk like, like this the rest of the the rest of the podcast now. A little bit of an Irish thing going on. 
Um, you can, and I All like right. it quite a bit, and All you right. should. I can't. If I try to do it, you'll be like, "What the fuck are you even doing right now?" But you're a redhead. You should have naturally Irish. In I you. I am Irish, but I can't. I have no ability to do accents or anything. It's ridiculous. Well, you can do a Southern accent. So there's that. And, and like in my little fantasy, I want to be a voice actor. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, listen, don't you don't have to make fun of me. You don't have to say anything. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like, obviously, that is. Not even a remotely feasible fantasy for mm-hmm. many, many reasons. But I always think, like, what a cool fucking job that would be and how amazing. And I always wanted to be somebody who could do voices and it could do accents. I'm oh. so jealous when people can do it. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And, and I can't do it to save my life. And I'm I'm kind of obsessed with uh, Critical Role and their new show, Vox the Machina. The Vox Machina? Oh, God, I love that show. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so goddamn good. But every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm so jealous of these people that this yeah. is their life. And, the, and, I know. and they I know. do a pretty... And David Tennant is in that show. And yeah, well, for an episode. Scottish anyway. accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, so ironically, anyway. I'm like sending my fucking demo out to agents. So get back to me, people. What? Yeah, see, you're good at this kind of shit. I'm, I'm not. But it is something that is a fantasy of mine. If like I could be good at something, that would be something I would choose to be good at. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, sigh. Anyway, I know. Let's just know. talk about our I'm, failures uh, and shortcomings for the rest of the episode. Do you, we don't have enough time for that. We really don't. Really Not for don't. me anyway. Yeah, no. Um, we would need a month to talk about like my last year. How much I suck. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Miss, that I have a successful career and job and I have a nice life. I don't know if any of that's true. Um, you've heard me talk about how much I've been working my ass off. Like Yeah, but every time off. I say find a new job, you're like, but I love my job. In theory, I love what I do. I just don't like all the circumstances surrounding, you know, it's like, it's super, like, with the website, it's like, I love it. I love doing it. But then sometimes I'm like, Jesus, like, I've been doing this for 15 hours straight and I haven't made a dent in anything. And then I get overwhelmed. Everything's good in moderation. You know what I mean? Like, even good shit, like, you do too much of it. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's enough. Yeah. That's how people die from now. heroin. Exactly. Yeah. Not that I would compare my job to heroin by any means, but, you know, you get the gist. You don't crave it? You don't want some more? <laughs> no. Even I though don't. it makes you feel like shit. I don't jones for it. I have jones uh, for, like, being all snuggy in my bed and watching movies. <laughs> snuggy. Um, <gasps> as you can tell, there's probably not a whole lot what, to talk what, about between Gretel What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you liked it. I um, hated listen, it. Listen, I, I, okay, there's not a lot to discuss because I knew, I, I, well, I say I knew, but I'm wrong a lot, but I had a feeling this was not at all your jam mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons and especially because when we talked about films that i do love like the witch and the love witch and those kind of things you were like eh, what the fuck and and of course me i'm like oh my god like there's so much deep meaning here and there's so blah blah blah, blah and you just were like zoned out and bored as hell so same <clears> thing here fucking love this movie i think it's gorgeous um it's funny because this is talk about we talk about like villains, good guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like I know that the witch is a quote unquote bad guy. Uh, and I know you're not supposed to root for her, and you're supposed to be like, yeah, like hopefully she gets her comeuppance, and you're supposed to like cheer when she like meets her demise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of like all in. I was like, man, this is kind of my dream to be just like wandering around in the woods, and then like a witch like takes me in and teaches me all her power and. and <laughs> And then, like, allows me to come into my power, and then now I'm, like, a badass witch. Like, that's kind of, like, fucking 
speaking of fantasies, the either that or being a voice actor, one or the other, right? (laughs) One of the two, man. Um, Turns out she's a producer for Vox Machina, and you're like, holy shit! (laughs) Like this is everything is happening. Um, Yeah, so I was like, this is kind of kind of great, and I love I love witchy shit, Um, and I love like these like feminist stories where she's you know coming into her power and discovering who she is and like having to shed the the weight of the patriarchy and all that shit like for me this is this is perfection it is uh it's not it's not a perfect film i will give give you that um the story doesn't really go anywhere and so and i think that's a lot of the criticism like if you read the reviews the critics are all like this is beautifully made but it Mm -hmm. just there's not enough substance there it's all style yeah it's kind of like which i will give you but I also enjoyed the hell out of it. And I also think it's like kind of this, I love, and I also like love dark fairy tales. I just oh, aesthetically, yeah. the idea of it, like these mm-hmm. kind of movies are my jam. So um, it's not like the greatest film I ever saw, but I, I spoke to me. I dug it. It like made me feel things. So I uh, guess that's all there is to say. You said a few times, especially today, that uh, oh, this boy. isn't a perfect film. What is the perfect film as I go into deep radio man boys what <laughs> is, is the boys? perfect film uh, I mean I oh, well, I don't know like that's obviously perfection is not really um, a real word but I mean there are films uh, you've where you've met me so <laughs> and again um, <clears throat> there are films where I would say objectively I think it's a pretty pretty flawless piece of filmmaking like pretty spectacular there's not much that i would change um like for me when we talked about the witch i think the witch is like a damn near flawless film i know you didn't dig it and it wasn't your Mm -hmm. cup of tea and all stuff but but that's a film that i'm like okay and it's like i just had this experience because i i always have this thing where i see it on instagram where somebody posts about a movie and somebody else is like it's garbage it should never have been made like they don't know what they're doing that kind of shit Mm mm-hmm I'm like, well, listen, like, there's some films where it's like, I, I'm fine with people coming at it from a perspective of it didn't do it for me. Like, I right. didn't connect. It didn't resonate. But when somebody's like, oh, that was just a piece of shit just because they didn't get it or it didn't speak to them, mm-hmm. then I, I don't love that because there are films like The Witch where I'm like, okay, it's not a piece of shit. Like, you might not have, it might not have been your thing and that's fine. It's not for everyone, but it's a beautifully just executed film in my mind. Um, this film, I think, is executed really well. I think it is very beautiful, and I think um, it does a lot of things right. But I do sort of agree that the story falls a little flat. There's not Which is enough, weird, like, because it's based off of, a, a like, a famous fairy tale. It's like, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, I mean, like, I like, mean, It's like, here, here's the Mona Lisa. All you need to do is take a photograph of it, but it's out of focus, it's blurry. It's like, how did you fuck that? It's like the most perfect painting or whatever you want to call it in the world. And you're just given, you just have to press a button and you fucked it up. That's well, kind of like what like, I get here. I think some things are, are, are <clears throat> harder, to, are hard to adapt. Like for example, when we started this, you said, yeah, I got it confused with the 500 other like Hansel and Gretel movies. Mm-hmm. Has anybody like, I mean, do you have a, a, a one that you've seen that you're like, they fucking nailed it. Uh, yeah, the one with Jeremy Renner and whoever the fuck <laughs> else. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Who I else mean, was in that movie? Was that, sure, uh, but I don't know. Was that Gemma um, was, I can't Arson or something like that? Gemma Arson? 
What's that her fucking uh, name? Gemma. It's, uh, it's Gemma. Oh God, Gemma. I can't. Gemma Art 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 Art. Oh fuck! What's her name? Google. I don't know, but she's beautiful. Yeah, Gemma Arterton. Yeah, it's just weird to say. Gemma Arterton. I really liked her in that uh, that one movie. Some, uh, Alice. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That one movie. Yeah. That one girl in the one movie was just so good. Oh, fantastic. I mean, really, can we all disagree yeah. on that? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know the one. There was that guy in it. And yeah, and he had the hair. Thing. Don't forget about the hair. Yeah. He had the hair. No, yeah. the hair was the hair was yeah. probably the best part. He might have been bald though. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Now that you say that, maybe it was the lack of hair that was that was so appealing. No, but when I was looking up, uh, the only reason I was really able to find Gretel and Hansel is because it's called Gretel and Hansel, not Hansel and Gretel. But yeah. if you if you Google or IMDb Hansel and Gretel. There are literally hundreds of right. responses. I because guess because it's a public it's domain. Those, well, and I also think it's a story that you're like, oh, that story is so cool. But <clears> there's not, and honestly, like the story is cool, but there's not a lot of substance to that original story either. I mean, it's pretty. Well, it's a fairy tale. They're 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 supposed to be just like moral things, right? Like. But then you're trying to make a film out of it. You're trying to add some depth, and you're trying to like do something different with it. And I think that that's not, I mean, because you, you were just basically like, how do you fuck it up? And I just think, well, it's, that's a little bit, well, by I trying don't think they to, fucked it up, but it's hard to, I think, bring something to that tale that is different and surprising and adds any sort of real, you know what I would uh, like to see? Layers to the story. I, and, and this movie kind of touched on it a little bit. Like, it's always about Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel. How about showing the backstory of the witch and then the scene, the movie ends with Hansel and Gretel coming to the house? Well, in a way, this film kind of did that. It, it kind of did. did. It, it touched it. Became... it. It tickled the tip a little bit, as we'd like to say. <laughs> oh, do we? Do we like to say that? I just made it up right Who, now. So. Who's we? <laughs> um, the, the royal we, obviously. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Like a little more like the witch as a kid growing up. And like I said, it touched on it. But it, there was still too much of Hansel and Gretel. Uh, and the kid who played Hansel, fuck that kid. I hate that kid. Well, you weren't supposed to give a shit about that kid. I know, but he was I shit. Mean, like, even the acting was shit. Like, he was garbage. What a garbage kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, kidding, it was definitely... of course, but... I just had to double down on it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, it was definitely Gretel's story. I mean, it was about <clears throat> her coming into her, her power and figuring out who she was and what she wanted and all that stuff. And everything else was just... Uh, just supple. I mean, the witch wasn't even. It wasn't really her story. I mean, no. she was. It was just about, important. To it was supposed to be a Gretel, yeah, and yeah. I, which I get. Which but I, yeah, I enjoyed. I, I think I, I at least think that that's a that's an interesting, different approach. Yeah, and kind of cool. But I mean, again, the execution was like paper, great, put together. See, the thing that worries me about like really beautifully shot movies like this one, and I had the same sort of uh, weariness at the start of Antlers as well, is when a movie looks really good, I get worried that it's going to be shit. Like, it's going to just be like, look at the shiny thing, ignore the everything else. And that's kind of what this movie did. It was kind of like, ooh, look how, look how pretty this is. Look at the cinematography. Look at the, the depth and the color and all the, the scenery and how beautiful the forests and locations are and then uh, kind of ignore that we didn't well, do it Well, and I good. do think, I do think, though, 
a lot of times in this subgenre with like folk horror or dark fairy tales or however you want to define things, um, it is a lot about the atmosphere and the mood and the um, just sort of what it's trying to be evocative of as opposed to like the actual like complexities of the plot. Um, I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a very kind of common approach here where it is really all about atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so you can have atmosphere falls into that. I mean, antlers created a great atmosphere. I mean, great as in like, you know, watchable, not like, yeah, not like great for the people (laughs) in it, but for an audience, it created a, a, a fitting atmosphere. Uh, yeah, and it just happened to look really nice, and the atmosphere worked with everything about antlers. Just kind of worked. Whereas this, like I said, the cinematography, the the technical aspects of it, really good. But the story, when you need to have that internal dialogue, and I get it's about Gretel, and you you're supposed to hear her thoughts and and all that shit. Um, it it just sort of, I don't know, just doesn't work. When to me, and I I hate exposition dumps to begin with. Uh, yeah, so, like, when movies start off with, like, here's everything you need to know, we're not going to tell you anything more about it other than, or like, through traditional storytelling means, we just want to get it out of the way. Like, oh, well, that's a good start for a lazy piece of shit filmmaking or storytelling or whatever. <clears throat> I mean, you could do that with anything. You could write a book, you could take a, a thousand word or a thousand page book and condense it down to three paragraphs where, like, the guy woke up ate a sandwich, killed the bad guy at the end. You know, I mean, if you want to do that, do that. If you want to tell a story, tell a story. I get it. I mean, like I said, I... This is not surprising to me at all. <laughs> um, I would have been surprised if you said you liked it. I would have been really surprised, more surprised than I was with Antlers, honestly. Like, if you, if this was your kind of jam, I'd have been like, oh, fuck. Um... Then I really would have been like, I don't know Casey at all. He is just, <laughs> he is unknowable. <laughs> I am. He's a mystery of the universe. Uh, but True. yeah, I did not expect this to be something that you would like. But I mean, of course, in the same way, I, I'm sure you watched it going like, yeah, Stephanie's going to like this shit. Yeah. yeah. It's garbage, but she's going to eat it up. I mean, garbage is a strong word. Like I didn't hate. I, hate is a strong word for this movie. It was just very forgettable to me. Yeah. Just and that's kind of like one of the worst sins a movie can make is just kind of be like, uh, as soon as you get up from the theater seat or as soon as you change the channel or whatever, you're gonna forget about it. And I'm having a very well, difficult it, time recalling parts of this movie. In fairness, like I think that was a pretty common reaction. I mean, this film didn't. Uh, like I said, a lot of the critics were like, "Yeah, it's beautiful," but um, you mentioned audiences didn't really respond to it. It didn't mm-hmm. do very well. Um, there was a lot of hype around it, but then it just sort of fell flat. And even me, like I'd seen it before, but when, but I didn't remember much about it either. I mean, I'll be honest. And like when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed this. But yeah, I think I just enjoyed it because it's like, I like the experience of watching it. Like it's just really cool to look at, look at, and it makes me feel cool. And I like the, the idea of it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, it's not one of those films where you're like, holy shit, that just, like, changed my life. Right. Yeah. No, it uh, definitely did not change any lives. No, it didn't. But but I enjoyed it. 
Of course you do. Like I said, this is it's like a film that was made for me. Like if any film was made for me, it's this film. <laughs> it like does everything that I wanted a film to do. Of course it did. Because it was about witches in the woods. Yeah. And that's all, to the witch woods. I'm, I'm going to yeah. make a movie just about witches in the woods and you'll be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I probably will. And <laughs> yeah. I won't put my it, name on it, so you, you're not biased, so I'll call myself something else. Yeah, if you put your name on it, I'm not going to go see it. I'm yeah, go obviously. Yeah. There's no just, way. It's just, just, out of just going to be making fun of witches. Yeah, just, just out of spite, I'm going to make a feature-length movie that's going to make billions of dollars at the box office. And well, then at the end, me. I'm going to be like, <laughs> ha, it was me all along. Yeah. It wasn't David well, Snitcher. Listen, I have to say, if I inspire that kind of greatness, then um, that's <laughs> that's saying something. Like, I'm, I'm amused at that point, which is... I mean, don't the, like, the greatest things come out of, like, petty spite? I'll show you. Yeah. You'll never be anything, son. I'll show you. Probably, yeah. yeah. You gotta prove somebody wrong always. That's, otherwise, what's the point? It's like going to the gym without taking a selfie. What's the point? And just like you never there worked no out. Point. Like, did right? it even really happen? No, no. no. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Do you? You've never been to the gym a day in your life. Uh, what? What a me thing to say. <laughs> like, Is it wrong? Honestly, yes, it's wrong. Like, okay. what kind of? I'm just fucking with you. Relax. What? What? I like when I try to peel back the layers of like what that actually implies. It it's was not, a joke because good. I've never seen a gym selfie. Mm. Because it's uh, a joke. Should, that way, I mean, you've never been to the gym in your life. Know me well enough to know that I would not take a gym selfie. Well, that's beside the point. The point here <laughs> is that you've never taken one, therefore you've never been to a gym. All right. God. It still felt very. It felt. It was very a joke pointed. with layers. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was I, like I any know. good me... movie, like any good joke. You have to explain it so people can understand how funny it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna process that one for a while, and we'll revisit it once I've peeled back all the layers. Yeah. Well, get the. You saying I've never been to a gym a day of my life. And and that's what you say to somebody when he's like, "Oh, you've never been to a gym a day in your life." Oh yeah, yeah. And then they send you all the nudes. Nah, that's how you do it. You insult them. So they have to prove you wrong. Does that ever worked in the history of, <laughs> of time and space? I don't know. I just kind of made it up now, but it, logically it kind of makes women, sense, like, right? Ladies, if you're one of these women that would send the guy nudes <laughs> if he if he insulted you and said you never look like you never ever work out, then please reach out to me because I want to have a conversation and I want to get to know the psychology here. To be fair, if if that situation <laughs> ever happened, she was already willing to send them and was just looking for an excuse. Well, if I want, if I was desperate to send needs to a guy, like if I was like, please God, just let this opportunity present itself. <laughs> I can't even get through this like hypothetical situation without <laughs> laughing. But let's say that was true. Yeah. Or I'm like, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> and then the guy says to me, like, hey, you look like you never work out. I guarantee you, my passion and desire to send him nudes is immediately squelched at that moment. Like, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm definitely not sending you nudes now. Because one, fuck you. You know, like, that's that's point number one. And two, like, my insecurities have just gone through the roof. Like, they already aren't, weren't already. I wasn't already, like, nervous about it. But now he's basically said, well, you look like you don't work out. So I'm like, well, I'm certainly not sending you proof of that. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. But that's so, because your brain is broken. And you're not... <laughs> 
the one with the problem. You're right. It's me. I am the yeah. problem here. Obviously. <laughs> Every other girl would be like, fuck yeah, he thinks I'm like a troll. I'm sending him all the nudes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because um, people have the need to is, feel right. They'd have the need to prove something I'm, else wrong. I'm certainly not going to claim to be an expert on relationship dynamics. So uh, maybe this is my problem. Maybe I am the problem. Maybe. This would explain a lot. So, uh, yeah, I guess um, reach out and send me abusive messages and we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> do not welcome people on the internet sending you abusive messages. <laughs> that is the worst thing you've ever said. Oh, God. There's so many to choose from. Are you sure that's the worst? That's, that's up there. That <laughs> most certainly up there. Uh, well, it is Valentine's Day. It's the, you know, season of love, so. It's not Valentine's Day yet. We still have another, like, yes, two weeks. It's coming up. It's yeah. like a week, right? It's the fifth, so it's like, what, nine days away? All right. <clears throat> that was that was quick math. It was quick math. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Well, this was fun. <laughs> was even it? Though, even though, was it though? Uh even though we didn't have like mad love for these films, um, I like them way more than you as usual. But obviously, um, but we had we had some fun, right? We had some good times. We had some laughs. We had a laugh when I called that kid garbage. Yeah, a <laughs> oh, little garbage kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if you do really God. want to make us laugh, though, be sure to leave some five star ratings on various be websites. Sure to send us nudes. <laughs> or that. I mean. If you get any, you better be sharing. You you want the nudes that I get? I don't know if you do. I want all of them. Uh, okay. All of them. Well, guys, uh, guys, go. girls, shims, guys, whatever. Girls. Well, I meant when I say guys, I meant like the like, hey, you guys, like the oh, universal guys, not right, the like, right. not the gendered hey, males. guys, right? Um, but hey, people, yeah, send nudes and uh, <laughs> Casey and I will share them and we'll critique them and maybe we'll that's what we'll talk them. about on the yeah. next episode. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll yeah. let you know how good or bad we thought they were. And, <laughs> um, it'll be great. It'll be. I mean, that is a really good way for us to celebrate our anniversary right there. Is just to Valentine's nudes. Day, right? Uh, I think yeah. I think we'll be. Do we have an episode of Valentine's Day this year? Do we? I don't know. It's Should a I Monday. Uh, oh, no, we're not well, on a Monday. No, no. But, but, but we're recording next we, Sunday, are we not? Which is the 13th. We are, yes. So that will be our Valentine's special. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know what the fuck we're doing, but it'll be something. It'll be something. I can promise you that. It'll be something. It'll be a thing that you can ingest <laughs> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we'll figure it out, guys. <clears throat> uh, it probably won't be anything great as usual, but like we'll we'll do our best. We'll try at least. We'll put some effort in. We'll give it the old college try. Yeah, and then maybe you can just give us a pity listen. You know, mm-hmm. we can be like, well, that's sad, but like maybe I'll just listen so they don't feel so bad. Yeah, and, uh, a, a pity review would be nice. A pity just review saying. would be great. Yeah. You can do it on Spotify. Yeah, a pity f- voicemail would also be really nice. Yeah. If you just feel sorry for us and want to call and leave a voicemail. Even just telling us that we're we're pathetic and sad, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, either or. either or, as long as it's a five star. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you got it. You got to tell us we're great, even if it's not true. 
Yeah, if you go if you go five star, these guys suck. Don't listen. I'm okay with that, as long as yeah. it's five star because five stars show up higher in fucking searches. So. Yeah, you you can just like reclaim five star, you know, and make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah, like five yeah. stars for how much of a piece of shit the show is. Yeah, because if I see a one star rating, I'm not gonna read the review because obviously you're gonna hate it, so I'm not gonna read it. If Ooh, you want to get my like attention, leave the five star. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you're like, let me let me hear why this show is so good, and then you can just surprise them and be like, no, no, it's actually the worst thing you've ever heard. Exactly. So it's so clever. Mm-hmm. No one will ever see it coming. You know what I mean? Never. <laughs> anyway, uh, until next time, when we have something new to talk about, whatever that might be. <laughs> Such a good tease. Bye, everyone. Peace.